Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome into Sports Memo's betting podcast for Wednesday, March 6th. We're talking soccer. We're talking MLS with Nick Borman. Nick, welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm doing well, Drew. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. And, uh, you know, I it was just opening weekend of the MLS, the Major League Soccer season this past weekend. Saw a couple games on. There was some uh, nationally televised games. Um, I, I was thinking about you, some of your plays. Uh, I, I, I think you what, ended up going, what, 2-2, two and two, hitting your free play. Is that right? Yes, correct. Uh, two and two in the client plays, one the free play. Um, I actually went through our what we kind of previewed last week. We went through every game on the board and was able to. Um, we had five, five and three on the games that we previewed. So had some good analysis of the games. Had one bad beat on Sunday night. Uh, Kansas City lost literally in the last thirty seconds of stoppage time. Um, they they were a good pick in that game. So that was unfortunate. Um, but still, yeah, two and two. Um, we'll try to get uh, get on the winning side of it this week. And um, a couple things noticing here. Again, we talked about the totals last week. Pretty much, you know, threes across the board. There's there's a couple that are two point seven five, but we're seeing totals of three. Um, how much longer do you think this will last before you know the odds makers have some opinions and we start seeing two and a halves or maybe three and a halves? You know, in the, yeah, in the MLS, it's traditionally a little bit of a higher scoring league. So three is it's you don't see a lot of games as you kind of mentioned. You only see two this week that are under three. So uh, what we'll start to see is some three and a quarters, three and a halves. Um, but I think we're probably a good month away. I think um, they're kind of being a little bit more conservative with the totals based on. A lot of these games being early in the season and, and with weather impacting, you know, pretty much anybody in the northern part of the country. Summertime, I think we're going to see a lot of three and a quarters, three and a halves. Uh, but three really is the baseline in the MLS. And it's what, nine, uh, eight, excuse me, eight out of 11 games this week is listed at three. So you can see how they love that total. Yeah, for sure. And uh, guys, this is the uh, every game on the board. So we're going to hit all the MLS games for this weekend. And check out sportsmemo.com. Nick has a one-month special of MLS. For 30 days, you will get uh, all of his MLS picks for just 99 bucks. That's from the day you buy. You'll get the next 30 days discounted to just $99 on his homepage at sportsmemo.com. Let's go through these games for the next 20 minutes or so. Nick, Orlando at Chicago, top of the card here. Chicago minus .75 home favorites, total of three. Yeah, so we discussed last week. I think I think Chicago is going to be a, uh, an, a quite a bit improved this year. Um, they lost – they lost last week, won the two against the Galaxy, but they they looked really good. They actually outplayed uh, LA in that game, and of course, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you know, scored the scored the winner for Los Angeles in the game. But I think the uh, Fire looked good. I think they're going to respond here uh, in their home opener. Um, they made some good moves over the offseason to really strengthen their defense, which was their their weakness last uh, last year. And they they held the Galaxy to five shots on goal in that first game, which the Galaxy averaged six and a half last year. So. Goal and a half, or excuse me, shot and a half doesn't sound like a lot, but in soccer it is a lot um, to keep somebody that much lower than their average. So they did a good job. Um, Orlando, uh, they played very well against New York City. Um, I have New York City as a team kind of on the on the decline this year after losing two of their biggest offensive weapons, um, David Villa, 
um, is one of them. The guys just scored goals uh, so 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 much this year. So I had they, they they didn't play well. I expected that to be the case. Um, we were on Orlando uh, last week in a plus quarter of a goal, so that worked out well. Um, but I, I don't see much improvement for Orlando this year. I think uh, that situation just happened to kind of work in their favor last week. Um, I still see them struggling this year on defense, so it's hard to get behind that team. But I think Chicago is going to return home here for their home opener and uh, come out with a win. So I like Chicago in this game, Drew. Um, and instead of taking them on the three-quarter goal line, you can get them on the money line at around minus 130 right now is how I'd play it. And, um, I, you know, we're seeing Chicago, and then the next game is at New England, Nick. You bring up the weather. Um, I believe it's cold up there in the Northeast. Is that right? It's very cold. Yeah, it's not even uh, – it's like 30 degrees a day is the high, so um, it definitely affects the play, um, you know, just like any other sport does. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a factor in these games right now. And when you say affects the play, would you say it more favors the defense in the sport of soccer? Yeah, it slows the game down. The ball's harder. It doesn't roll out as much. You're not getting as much, you know – flight in the ball as you're kicking it um so it's definitely a slower paced defensive game generally right now and that's again why i think you're seeing the totals a little bit lower a little bit more conservative to, to start the year off and in you know if there's soccer you know hardcore soccer betters out there uh they'd obviously know the answer to this question i'm not i'm trying to learn it i, I was actually interested in betting it this weekend didn't touch it but uh I think I'm going to get into it in the next couple of weeks because it's a fun sport. You know, it's I got into it living in Costa Rica. That's what they're all about. But um, are, are, is all the turf the same as far as it can't be right? The outdoors no. are sometimes grass. I know Atlanta yeah. isn't isn't grass, right? Yeah, correct, correct. You same same as the NFL. You got different services and of course different conditions of the services, especially right now um, this time of year. So yeah, you have to kind of play all that into into the factor here. And some places are going to play faster. Some are going to play slower. Some are going to play terrible because it's wet and uh or beat up from other events that are going on so you got to got to look at all that for sure and in which ones play the fastest as far as looking to bet overs field turf yes yes for sure yep um atlanta's got the uh the new stadium there that 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 plays very very fast um but yeah anything on turf is going to play a little bit quicker all right next game up we got columbus at new england this is a pick em, total of 2.75 yeah, so Columbus, uh, they played to a 1-1 draw against the Red Bulls last week. Um, that game was weird. It saw some huge line movement. I mean, Columbus opened at minus a quarter of a goal and then ended at minus one, which is a big move in soccer. Um, not really sure what caused that move. Uh, regardless, it was the wrong way. I actually uh, previewed the Red Bulls at plus a quarter of a goal as our uh, as one of our plays last week. So I don't know what caused that move, um, but they didn't really look that great in that game. Um, they... Uh, they just couldn't really get many shots on goal. Um, and that was their same problem they had all last year was offensive output. They were one of the lowest scoring teams to make the playoffs last year and didn't look any better last week. Um, New England, they also played to a 1-1 draw this past week at Dallas. Uh, but that was a good result for them because uh, New England struggled last year and, and Dallas was favored. Uh, favored to win that first game so new england uh they had defensive troubles last year but they made um and they made some offensive moves this offseason so they didn't really address their defensive issues they kind of went out to i guess seek more goals to, to, to cover up the fact that they have a bad defense um but that you know that that match new england and dallas really didn't play out um that way as there was only the the three shots total on goal so i don't know really i don't have a huge um huge read on new england yet i'm trying to figure them out um so however this game i think just the fact that it's going to be in new england we talked about the cold weather and, and then both teams really in the first week really just look slow uh we're not getting their shots i think i would look at this game as going on the under even though it's uh 2.75 right now i think under is the play on this one drew 
and we got LA Galaxy at Dallas. Dallas minus a half a goal at home, total of three in this one. Yeah, so both playoff contenders, um, but neither one of them really looked good last week. Um, the Galaxy, as we already mentioned, snuck out a 2-1 win against Chicago. Uh, was Latan scoring in the 80th minute, but they really were not the better team in that game. I thought Chicago did a good job of controlling the midfield and limiting Galaxy's uh, uh, chances to score. Um, defensively, uh, you know, they, they did hold Chicago to just one goal, uh, but they still looked really vulnerable in that game. They conceded 64 goals last year, um, which was good for third worst in the conference, but they also scored 66, which was the uh, the second most. So usually you see a lot of action from their games. Um, Dallas, they looked very unimpressive um, as they were held to that 1-1 draw against New England that we just talked about. They scored the opening goal in the game at the 13-minute mark, and, and that was it. Um, they're very young, they're inexperienced, and you know I, I don't know if they're going to have the best game plan here to try to stop the Galaxy's attack. Um, Dal- uh, Dallas did win both meetings last year uh, by the score of 3-2 to two in actually both games. Um, the question mark is always going to be, though, when you're playing with the Galaxy, is, is what's what's Latan going to do? So uh, I think we're going to see him score probably at least another goal, maybe two in, in this game because he's just he's an animal in this league and hard to stop. But I think we're going to see Dallas kind of gel a little better offensively just because Galaxy just they don't really have a great defense. So I think uh, over in this game is the way to play it. I think we'll see multiple chances on both sides in this one. And we got a total of three in the Montreal at Houston game. Houston laying a half a goal at home. Yeah, I like I like Montreal catching the half goal here. Um, Montreal, as expected last week, they they went in beat um, San Jose, who you know was bottom of the of the league last year. Um, so you know they didn't really look that great, but I'll you know I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that the fact that they had to travel from Montreal to San Jose all the way across the country in that first game, which is is tough to do. But the second half of last year, they really came on strong. They were uh, ten wins, four draws, five losses to in their last 19 games uh, and then over the offseason they added some good attackers uh, to support Ignacio Piatti who's who's really strong up front so I think they're going to be an improved team this year um, Houston they're looking to rebound after what was a really terrible year for them last year um, they ended up salvaging the year they won the U.S. Open Cup so at least they were able to do that but uh, last week they were they earned a 1-1 draw against Real Salt Lake but they were really lucky to do so Salt Lake was much better in that game um, they doubled up on Houston in shot attempts. So uh, it doesn't look like a lot has changed for Houston so far. Of course, it's one game. It's a lot, you know, you can't read into it too much. But I like Montreal catching the half a goal here. Uh, I think they're going to be an improved side this year. And we got Vancouver at Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake laying minus 0.75, total of three. <laughs> Nick, any quick thoughts here? I know you, uh, you, you got a free play up at sportsmemo.com. I would uh, recommend everybody go read it. But any just quick thoughts here on Vancouver? Real Salt Lake. Yeah, I, I think Salt Lake. Uh, you know, Van- Vancouver. They are going to struggle this year. They have a brand new team, um, fifteen new players on the team. Uh, Minnesota was real bad last year, and they lost to Minnesota two to three in the first game. Um, I think Vancouver is going to be down near the bottom this year. And Salt Lake, they were one of the best teams in the league last year. Um, they came on really strong at the end of the year. Uh, and I think they're going to have a pretty easy time in this game. So, yeah, I'll have a full uh, full write-up and analysis up on my page. Uh, you can check that out there. But I, I like Salt Lake in this game. 
And Nick's also got a free play on the Chelsea game tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern in the uh, Europa League. He's uh, He's got a free play up there. I, I won't tell you who he's betting because uh, once you go read it, it's a, it's a good analysis play here. A um, lot on it. So check it out at sportsmemo.com, Nick's homepage there. Also follow Nick on Twitter at Borman00. And remember his $99 special. That's uh, soccer plays for the next uh, 30 days, discounted to just $99. The MLS one-month special at sportsmemo.com. We got Minnesota at San Jose up next. San Jose small home favorites here, 0.25 at home. Total of three, Nick. Yeah, I'm actually surprised to see this line right now, San Jose as a small favorite. Um, I I think they're going to be just as bad as they were last year um they were the worst team with just four wins in 34 matches last year and the next closest team had eight wins so you can see how much worse they were than the rest of the field um they didn't have any cap room this season to make lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any major changes. They they, they picked up one, one player, Christian Espinoza, um, from Villarreal in La Liga who's a young winger. He's just picked up on loan for the year. So they really couldn't do anything this offseason. They haven't changed anything. Uh, but Minnesota, I'm, I'm, I'm high on this year. I think they're going to be much improved. Uh, they made some big defensive changes, which was their week this last year. Uh, they added four names, Apara, Alonzo, Metnire, and uh, ex-Arsenal goalkeeper Manone. And they all played last week. They all played, uh, started and played all 90 minutes. And, you know, they did a good job. Um, and I think they're going to you know, learn each other a little bit more as each game goes on and really start to understand where, where each other is going to be on the field. So I only see them improving as we go on through the weeks. Uh, and I just don't see San Jose um, doing much this year, much improving either way. So I like uh, Minnesota catching the plus quarter of a goal for sure. Um, it may even be worth throwing a few bucks in the money line uh, on Minnesota. So uh, I think that's the way to play this game with Minnesota here. And Nick, also seeing what the all the totals are three, which we talked about, but no road teams are favored this week, huh? Is, yeah. it, is it that tough of travel spots, or you think that's just a coincidence that that the more talented teams are playing at home? It's uh, it's MLS in general. When you look at any week, um, you can go back to last year, check out lines, and as we go forward this year, the MLS um, is is very home favorite uh, situated. I mean, it's like. You, you might see on a given week two to three teams max uh, favored on the road. Um, but, you know, when you're scoring two, three goals, four goals a game, there's not a lot of room for error. And just that having that energy from the home field makes such a huge difference. So usually what you'll do is you'll see um, a better team on the road kind of be set as like a, a pick em price as opposed to maybe favored by a, a half of a goal. So there's just not a lot of it in the MLS and, and there won't be, I don't think, as we go forward. So nothing, nothing unusual there, just something to kind of keep note of as we go forward. And that leads us right into the next game with Seattle as a big home favorite, minus 1.25, hosting Colorado, total of three. And uh, for the novice betters out there, uh, minus 1.25, that's uh, almost like a puck line in hockey or run line in, um, in in baseball. I mean, if Seattle wins 3-2, you lose your bet, right? 
Yep, that's true. You're going to lose uh, – and, and with soccer, you have that little nuance of the quarter of a goal. So you're going to lose half of your bet because one and a quarter goals is actually half of your bet on minus one and half of your bet on minus one and a half. So you would push the minus one and then uh, lose the minus one and a half side of it. So it's a loss but just a half a loss on as far as your units go. Okay, that, no, that makes sense. It just seems like uh, you know soccer is such a low-scoring sport. That, that seems like a uh, – I don't know, man. Just a, a tough hill to climb there, laying more than a more than a goal in a soccer game. It, it is, and uh, honestly, I'm not really comfortable uh, with laying that number. And and I don't, I'm not comfortable on either side of this one. If the line moved to Seattle minus one, I'd say you know you can comfortably take Seattle because at least you can push on this game if they do win just by one goal. But you know. Seattle, they looked super impressive last week, but they were playing Cincinnati, who's a new expansion team this year. So, you know, it's hard to get a read on them from that. They were great last year, um, and they finished second in the West, and I think they're going to be right up there again this year. So don't get me wrong, they're a good team, but, you know, it's it's hard to get a lot of read from that last week's game. Uh, Colorado, I don't know if you happen to catch any highlights. I, I posted some on Twitter of, of a goal during that game. Um, there was like four inches of snow on the ground. Um, they were. It was the coldest game in the MLS ever played. Uh, the numbers all suggested to take the over, which was set low at two and a half. But I'm like, how can you do that with you know that weather on the field? It ended up being a three-three shootout. So it was pretty neat to see. Um, so, but again, I, you know, I don't know how much the weather and the snow impacted the play, or players were slipping. Things were. It was just a weird game to watch. Uh, Colorado actually got a red card. Uh, in the 27th minute of the game. So they were playing a man down the rest of the game, and, and they came back twice. They were trailing twice in that game and came back to tie it. So fun game to watch, I can say that, but I didn't get a lot of read uh, off of that game or, or really the Seattle game. So if it does move to Seattle minus one, I would say that's the way to play it. I don't think it's going to, so uh, I'm not going to really make a recommendation here on this one, but um, uh, hopefully we'll learn something after we watch this from these two teams and be able to kind of capitalize on them going forward. Got two major markets here, D.C. United at New York City FC, minus .75. That's New York laying at home, total of three. Yeah, so D.C., they uh, they opened the year with a huge win over the reigning cup champs, beating Atlanta 2-0, um, which, you know, sounds like a surprise, but really wasn't. Um, D.C. Was, was really strong at home last year, especially the second half. They had so many home games uh, because their stadium was being worked on in the beginning of the season. So, not a huge surprise. It might be for the people that were, you know, just know kind of Atlanta was a defending champs. Um, but Atlanta, they didn't have uh, their new acquired, newly acquired Pity Martinez. Um, he didn't play this week. And I'm not really sure what, what's going on there as far as um, why he didn't play. I couldn't find really any updates on anything from the team page. I, I think it sounds like he's going to come in um, and play for Atlanta this week. But we'll get into that later. So anyway, he didn't play uh, for Atlanta. So dc look good but again you know I, I don't know what to make of the fact that atlanta wasn't at full strength there um but new york city you know i have them going down this year they were they they, they were great last year but they lost uh two of their best offensive players and david villa and yangel herrera um they played to a 2-2 two, 2-2 two, two, two draw excuse me against orlando last week and you know atlanta was bad and and, and that they had a 2-0 lead at the half and they gave up two goals to orlando in the second half just kind of gives an indicator of what i'm expecting from this team they might be able to put up some some goals here and there but i don't think they're going to be able to keep people from scoring so um i don't know if uh if new york should be favored i i don't think they should be favored by three quarters of a goal in this game and i don't know if they should be favored by all to be honest so i like dc in this game catching the the three quarters of a goal uh, i'm looking to kind of fade new york city early in this season until the, the markets adjust i think like i said they're going to have a, a down year this year 
All right, underdog look on D.C. at New York. We got Philadelphia at Kansas City up next, Nick. Kansas City minus .5 at home, total at 2.75. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I am I live right outside uh, right outside of Philadelphia, so I'm, I'm a union fan. Uh, but I think we're staring at 0-2 right here. Kansas City is good. Um, Philly, they really disappointed last week. Uh, they lost 1-3 at home against Toronto. Um, they are going through some tactical changes this year. They're 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 changing from a possession-based uh, formation to more of an attack of, uh, excuse me, attacking aggressive style formation. So there's going to be a learning curve, you know, along the way there. Um, and they also traded their best scorer, C.J. Sapong, to Chicago, um, and their replacement didn't come in until the 68th minute. So I'm not sure whether he's going to be starting um, or coming on as a sub again this week. But Kansas City, um, we mentioned the beginning of the pod here. What, you know, they lost me a heartbreaker. I had them plus a half a goal at Los Angeles, and they lost uh, two to one in the fifth minute of stoppage time. So that that's that stunk. But I, I felt like that was the right side in this game, or excuse me, in that game. And I and I like him again in this game. Um, they're just they're very strong. Um, they did a great job against LA of limiting their their playmaker Carlos Vela. Um, but I think they just paid a little bit too much attention to him and they kind of left themselves vulnerable on the other side. But Philly doesn't really have that name guy up front, so I don't think we're going to see that issue here. I think Kansas City's probably going to roll to a, a rather easy win here on the, at their first home game. So, KC on this one, Drew. All right, we got two games left, Nick. Cincinnati at Atlanta. Atlanta, heavy favorites here. Another situation where it's more than a goal, minus 1.25 total. High total here, Nick, 3.25 in Atlanta. Yeah, I think they're uh, the, the. I think the markets are, are kind of looking at you know again. Cincinnati played that first game that first game of their expansion life last uh, last week, losing big to Seattle, and I think the markets are kind of looking at this as um, they don't have a good read on on them, especially defensively. And Atlanta, they lost zero to two against DC and at DC, and I think they're going to have a rebound here. I mean, they're the defending champs. Um, they're returning home for their opening home game. Uh, and they should probably have a full sellout, seventy thousand plus at that stadium, which is just one of the most exciting, um, you know, stadiums to play at for for that home team. So, I like Atlanta, even though um, minus one and a quarter is more than you like to lay. Uh, I think they're actually going to come in here and blow Cincinnati out. I could see a two, three, or three goal win here easily. Um, like I said, I just I don't know what to make a sense here. It's going to be a while before we get a read on them. But for right now, I think Atlanta is the play here. Return to form and Cincy. Who knows? But I don't think they're going to show up in this one. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic the odds makers are put in because you, you'll notice they have Seattle heavy favorites by more than a goal, and you just mentioned they beat Cincinnati last week, right, Nick? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, if they don't look at the the underlying statistics too much or really looking at last year and, and what people did over the offseason, they just kind of know the names, and you're looking at, oh, newly expanded side, you know, it's it's tough. The odds makers obviously can't go too high or, or you're going to have some some sharp edges coming in on the other side but it's a tough situation to try to put a price on a team they don't have a lot of data on for sure I'm left here portland at los angeles los angeles minus 0.75 total of three here yeah so uh again well i'll say it again los angeles dealt me a heartbreaker uh last week beating kc two to one in stoppage time um but you know Sometimes, like it, you get stuck on these, you know. As I guess we're in this business, sometimes you kind of get stuck on those tough losses, and you and, and you kind of let that affect you week to week. But I'm going to try to move on here with an unbiased eye and, and look past that that loss last week. But uh, LAFC, they're going to be one of the top teams in the West again this year. Uh, their supporting cast around Carlos Vela looked great in that first game. Uh, he draws most of the attention from the defenses, so they have to be able to step. 
up and they, and they really did uh, Diego Rossi scored the first goal for them um, and Adam Diomande scored as uh, the winner coming in as a 58th minute as a sub so they did a good job of, uh, of supporting Rossi in that first game um, Portland they couldn't beat Colorado um, after leading twice. That was the game that was in the snow. So, you know, I don't know exactly how much that snow played into the factor of that game. But Portland is a better team than Colorado. They were in the MLS Cup uh, final last year. Uh, and it was their defense that really, you know, got them there. They rode that all the way to that MLS Cup. So the fact that they were ahead against Colorado twice in that game and couldn't hold on to the lead especially with Colorado having uh, only playing with 10 men after receiving a red card was, you know, alarming. Again, I don't know how much the snow impacted that on the defensive side for them, but it is definitely something I, I made note of as I was uh, checking out the highlights from that game. Um, so unfortunately, I really didn't get a read on Portland uh, in that game, and I'm not really truly comfortable making a recommendation on this game. Um, it's going to be a second primetime game for LAFC in back-to-back weeks as they got the late game on Sunday again this week. So I'll sit back. We'll watch this one, try to learn for the future weeks. Um, but I'm not going to make a recommendation here. But hopefully we'll we'll be able to watch a good match. He's Nick Borman. Follow him on Twitter at Borman00. Also check out its two free plays at sportsmemo.com. He's involved in the uh, Real Salt Lake game. Also the Chelsea game going off tomorrow. So uh, sportsmemo.com. Check out Nick's homepage, also the $99 special MLS for the for one month, discounted to just 99 bucks. Real easy to find there on the right side of sportsmemo.com at Nick's homepage. Nick, thanks for the time. Obviously, know your stuff in the MLS. Best of luck this weekend, man, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Drew. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll be back tomorrow talking uh, the basketball betting boards. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.